Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. I'm getting that in. I'm going to do every moment I can during this podcast. I'm going to be screaming. I I don't think you like it ironically about anymore. How I'm fine. I think it's gone full circle. I think you're into I it. Think I think I'm really into it. But the thing is, I only like that bit. The re- I, the song is trash. I think it's your favourite band now. Your favourite song. Well, we'll get on to that when we hit uh, Numbers of the Beast. I think you need to pull your mic slightly closer or my job is going to be significantly harder trying to level this out. Are you playing Pokemon Go? You're playing Farm again, I'm playing aren't farm. you? Farm. Heyday, whatever it's called. Fucking this unprofessional piece of shit. Welcome back to well, Pudding Boys. Well, you normally Boys. do an intro. I normally know we've started because you... Actually, no, I don't because last week you did it halfway through. Yes. The podcast about everything and nothing. Every week we ramble on about something nerdy, review and rate a classic album in Numbers of the Beast. And finally discuss and sample a pudding from around the globe in Pudding of the Week. I'm Blore. I'm Naylor. Oh, you actually said it! I did. I thought, this. you know what? I'm so despondent after listening to that fucking album. <laughs> He's Naylor, and we are the Pudding Boys. I didn't even need to do that this I know, time. I just but... found the taking the wind out of yourselves for you. So, I've got, for once, you take the wind out of my sails every fucking chance you get. Um, and, it, you know, it's upsetting. You uh, are, yeah, you are delicate. I am. I'm a delicate flower. I went to a kilting tournament yesterday. No. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Manchester. It would probably be quicker to tell us the days that you didn't go to kilting tournaments. It probably would. Uh, I went to Manchester for a kilting tournament. It was a team's kilting tournament. Mm. So it was a group of three of us in a team. And what you do is you roll off and the winning team then picks which one of your guys is going to battle their guys. So you can pick a team that goes well into another team. For example... Galapox don't like shooting teams, so if you win the roll-off, you'll be like, well, I'm going to take my Tau Pathfinders against your Galapox. But then the other team then gets to pick the battlefield that they play on. So you could pick... So then you could pick... if I'm getting this. So they could have Pathfinders, and they could say, okay, I'm going to make you use your Galas because they don't do well against shooty guys. And then you could go, well, that's fine, but let's do it in some corridors. Yes, exactly. That's 100%. We're doing it in Into the Dark, and you're fucked. Yes. You can't shoot round corners. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And so it's it's really quite a cool setup. It's quite clever. It is. It's very fun. Yeah, because you can't. You, you're not going to go for the obvious advantage then, because if they're so obviously overwhelmingly advantage, yeah, then they're going to they're going to pick you up somewhere that else. Will just fuck you. Cause, yeah. yeah. So, so you do that, and then traditionally, it's based on win loss. So, mm. if two people in your team win and one person loses then you won the round. Your team wins the round. So it takes a little bit of the pressure off. Hmm. Unfortunately, they didn't set it up right. And we only found this out after the first two rounds of three, Hmm. that they had made it so that the tournament was actually on total points. So even though my team had won two games in both of our rounds so far, we'd lost both rounds. Because by they've got more points because they got more points over because that one of their wins they got more yes points their their one win they got a normal amount of points essentially our loss in both of those games our loss was so bad that 
they won the thing. So it'd be like doing football on it goal would be like, difference. Yeah, it'd be like saying, oh, you've won every match, but you won 1-0, and, and then these lost guys lost... Nil. These lost, um, I don't know, like 10-10, and so they're going to beat yeah. you because then it they is, won another. It'd be doing the table on goal difference. Yeah. You've won two out of three. You've got six points, but you only scored two goals. It would be fucking stupid. Yeah, they scored eight goals. Because it changes the way you play the game. Because I wasn't trying to deny them points. I was trying to score points. Trying to win. Traditionally, it doesn't matter who. It doesn't matter how many points you score. It is entirely based on winning. Yeah. Yeah, because some maps as well are easier to score points on. Yeah. So it's just not a viable way. So our team actually won the most games out of the entire tournament and we came third from last that's very silly it's really stupid was, and like it was it was a slightly friendly thing there was not it wasn't much on the line yeah. there's not a lot of points for a team competition you don't get much bcp points so it wasn't going to be massive not bringing you all down the leaderboards because you've not, got no. on your team that's pretty high up haven't you yes yeah so it's not going to bring us down the the, the leaderboards but it's still like we we won that Hmm. Like we actually we won the tournament. Gonna, let's yeah. let's be honest. You've travelled a decent way. Yeah, and so it was kind of annoying to be honest. Uh, but you know the guys that we played against were awesome, and the guys that set it up didn't do it on purpose. And they they are really nice guys. I like hmm. them a lot. But it was suspicious that having it that way meant that they won their rounds and we lost our rounds when they lost their rounds and we won our rounds. Hmm. Hmm. No, no, it was entirely it was entirely coincidental, but it is annoying. Like you say, it doesn't matter so much. There's not stuff riding on it if yeah. it's not money or prizes or now prestige. individually. You can look at the individual scores as well Mm-mm. for the players. I won all of my games. I'm sure you did, obviously. And you I were, only you dropped. Talking about your day out yesterday, <laughs> if you'd lost all your games, I dropped two points in the entire day. Mm-mm. So I dropped two secondaries. So each uh, in two of my games, I scored five secondary tack ops unfortunately because of the way the tournament was was going the people that were quite good ended up playing the worst people because of that stupid condition and so three other guys didn't lose any points so i ended up coming uh, and then i was joint with someone so i ended up coming fifth mm. Even though I dropped, I won three games and dropped two points. I came fifth. It'd be normally enough to get. So like not right only should the team the... really have won, <laughs> I should have been at least second in the fucking rankings. You weren't, though, were you? I wasn't. That's, no. That's, that's, Fuming. Your squash isn't down there. Fuming. By the way. <laughs> just, and it was the just final around the bottom of your chair. It was the final game, the final tournament game for my Galapox because I'm giving them a break now. I've finished okay. my blooded. I'm going to play blooded. They're not very competitively viable blooded, but I can probably win a couple of best kill team trophies with them because they're very said nice. The reaction to them yesterday was pretty positive. Because mm. like, they're, they're kit bashed, aren't they? They're not just out of the box painted and done. Yeah, they're kit bashed from. I think if you wanted to source all the pieces to build the exact same ones, you'd need like 10 kits. Mm. It's, there's a lot. But I didn't buy that. I bought one set of Kazakin. <laughs> Your wife's not listening, and, by the way. <laughs> and got them donated by. A lot of other people, so they, they weren't you won expensive. Them, did you? <laughs> I, I won them. These were on sale again. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, so they're going to be quite fun. I probably will go to Galapox again in in the future at some point because 
I know them inside and out. Yeah, you have played with them a lot, and they yeah. are are they still they're pretty very competitively competitive viable. Yeah. yeah, they got nerfed a little bit, didn't they? They've been nerfed twice: once very hard, once slightly hard. But they were fairly invincible to start with. Yeah, but they're still quite hard. Uh, there are there is a new team, a beast men team. You were saying that's the goat. They're, boys yeah, they're that you're getting done for you. I'm getting done for me, which is awesome. But I was getting them done before they were revealed. They were broken the bit. It looks yeah. like okay. they are fucking broken. <laughs> like, really broken. I thought they were bad. But the whole, like, not dying thing is worse than I thought. They don't die, but they can still fight in close combat. And the way close combat works is that means they can just hit you forever. They just keep... Yeah. Because you can't stop work? them hitting you. That's... It doesn't work. It breaks the fundamental. Broken. Yeah. Because... It means any one of their guys, even if he's not a close combat specialist could kill your close combat specialist in close combat because he's not going to die. So would countering them with something ranged work? or you, You'd have to parry as many of their hits as you could. And then and then you're just not hitting them. Hmm. Yeah, so, so they're just, they're it, just pummeling until you. Until they land one, the game But you can spend the CP and they can fight again, so they can do it twice. Yeah. <laughs> it's, Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds a little bit... They, there's going to be a, a nerf coming for them. But until there is, there's going to be a lot of tournament time with them, I think. But I, I won't have them ready that time. I'm doing them. I'll play them when they've been nerfed. Yeah. I'm not going to get used to them doing one particular style and then. No, and you, you do need to run your other boys out. Yeah, one of them are, Yeah, they're a good time. They're a very good time. I need a couple of uh, best kill team wins for them. Yeah, yesterday a couple of people saw them, and. Then they like shouted the mate over to come and have a look, and then a couple of people just came over to have a look because other people were coming to look. So it was like a nice little little crowd around them. I was like, okay, You're exhibiting, yeah. And, so, and then afterwards, you showed them your minis. Yeah, so I showed them my <laughs> penis, and then my boys, and then my minis. So it was a good. It was a very good day. I had a lot of fun. My team, the Hot Boys Club, was very very fun. It was a good good time out. Had a nice lunch. However, very salty. Because we totally fucking. Won. I thought you were talking about the lunch then. <laughs> I thought you just like broken into the, the lunch. Shrug. Was very salty. <laughs> you can't talk about food at the minute. My wife still funny, and I um, very funny. We're, we're finally trying to cut the guts down. Yes. So we've actually. I assume gone we're not going to do the food festival later today, are we? I don't think so because no, she's, she's actually working today as well. Um, but we've been trying to cut the guts down, so we've actually gone on to the slim fast thing. Man. So yeah, you're not allowed to talk about food or. Because I'm mad. It's a think... good job we're doing a pudding-based podcast, isn't it? Yeah, well, this can, like, these can, I can have one of these as one of my snacks for the day. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, I just can't I just can't have my Rice Krispie cake while I sit and play Redfall later. I can have two of them. <laughs> uh, as long as I log it. Man, speaking of it, actually... Um, Is Redfall any good? It, you know, it's been panned up and down. The video game the, Redfall. The reviews have been horrendous. What did the reviews not like about it? Well, more than anything, it seems to be that it's so it, it's meant to be fundamentally janky. Oh, it's okay. meant to be. It's meant to be broken. Yeah. I assume that refer And I've not read too many of them because I didn't... You get to a point with this kind of thing, I suppose a little bit like you now with the Beastman, where you kind of know what's coming to the point that it's not so much fun when you actually get to do it. If you're already expecting the thing to be broken, yeah. I went into Fallout 76 when it came on Game Pass, knowing that it was going to keep fucking up on me. Shit, yeah. And I was going to hate every minute. And I struggled through it and thought, no, do you know what? They were right. Yeah. So I've tried to keep off them a little bit, at least until I got into it enough that I'm going to end up finishing it. I assume they're referring to the PC version because the Xbox version is fine. To work. It's, it works. It's not... 
It's not unbelievable. It's it's like a very very stripped down, very stripped down Borderlands Fallout kind of deal. Um, so is it is it open world then? A little bit. Because I get this, I get like vampire when they spelt it vampire hmm. uh, vibes from it. My with wife played that. My wife very hmm. funny, still funny. <laughs> she played that. Yeah, with a Y, vampire. Yeah. It's yeah. It's got a little. It's sort of mission driven. But you you're not completely railroaded. There's a couple of little side missions. Hmm. It's not true open. It's not Fallout Four. Yeah, you're not picking how you go about it. But it's not uh, Call of Duty. That that's very much like Vampire with a Y. It, yeah. yeah, and yeah, you know the AI is an incredible. I've it's, I've you know I'm, I'm not doing it on the Uber setting. I never do no. that because I just I don't like Dark Souls. I'm not no, you're into that kind fun. of thing. Yeah. I don't want to Elden Ring myself. No. Um, you don't want to Elden Ring yourself raw. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to Elden my ring raw. This is joking there somewhere. Um, but it's not particularly difficult. Right. Like the vampires will just, you know, bop about in the thing. And if you get, if you get a particular kind of weapon, you can pretty much get them from anywhere and just hit them and they're dead. Oh. So it's not crushingly difficult I'm not breaking a sweat but I quite like that sometimes you know what you said about the Halo 2 thing go back a couple of weeks you'll hear that but he yes. was saying he, he's gone back to Halo 2 over and over again because it works I finished fun. it the other day again yeah it's very you fun it sound like it's the first time you finished Halo oh yeah no 2. I finished Halo 2 for the millionth time but it's it's nice sometimes to just be able to plonk down in front of a game and not have to remember a million mechanics and a million rules and if you have four days off, five days off, you've got to go back to square one and start it again. Yeah. Which was my big frustration with Atomic Heart. That just didn't... That didn't grab you very much. I really wanted that to. I'm still probably going to try and force it at some point. Yeah. I, I, can't, I can't put myself into an open world game. I started Cyberpunk. It's very mm. good, Cyberpunk. I keep needing to try, it, but... It's worth, worth going in. I don't have as much of a hard-on for Keanu Reeves as most people... <laughs> I like him. He, he seems like a very nice yeah. guy, and he's very fun. Um, but you're like, not signing up to his Patreon. I'm not signing up to his Patreon, but also like it's and the character he plays, it's very like it's too cool for me. Uh, the whole world is too cool. I like my cyberpunk a little, my cyberpunk the style a mm. bit goofy, like Bubblegum Crisis that yeah. kind of thing. Whereas this is too cool. Yeah, you don't want it too edgy. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it is edgy. It's very, it's very edgy. edgy. Um, and I kind of cringe at that rather than embrace its coolness. Yeah, it makes it quite hard to get into. Like we said last time it's like heat hump with most games. It varies depending on length, but you have to get over a hump before you're in. Yes. And if you're not loving the environment, because I wasn't sure about this, the characters actually in this, because I sent you a couple of it, I thought this was going to be really obnoxious. Mm. And actually, the characters are quite muted. Oh, it's nice. Not, you're not remembering these characters. No, no the they're not going to be your favourite. You're not getting a Mr. Drippy here. No, a Mr. Drippy or a Rabid Peach mm. is also one of my favourites. Yeah. I still haven't played Advanced Wars on Switch, despite buying it Shocker. brand new. Uh, but I'm definitely not going to be able to play anything for quite a while because my wife, my wife, still, still funny, funny, recently, as in yesterday, just bought Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. The so 
Uh, I mean, in Breath of the Wild, she like found she not, all the Korok she seeds. Pla- plattered it, didn't she? Yeah. If you could on, if the you Switch, could on Switch, she would have plattered everything. it. She's done everything on every Legend of Zelda game from, I would say, from Ocarina of Time to now, only excluding. I think everything apart from the handheld. Oh no, because she's done most of the handhelds. To be honest, I think it's just Legend of Zelda one and two, mm-hmm. Link to the Past, which is. Bizarre because it's one of the best ones, and Minish Cap that she mm. hasn't done. Like she's not just like completed; she's not done them, taken it apart. Yeah. Oh, and Four together. Swords Adventures on the GameCube. She won't have done that. Mm. But so that's five Legend of Zelda games in the maybe Cut, twenty yeah, odd twenty five yeah. that she hasn't. Oh, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. She won't have done. Yes, seven. Yeah, it's I They're know Game Boy weren't they? They're Game Boy Color. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I had Oracle of Seasons and I got really far almost at the, I think I got to the last dungeon and then I left my Game Boy Color with it in on the bus. Stupid soiled baby. I know. <laughs> my my Game Boy Color that my mother bought me when I went to we had to go to the hospital for something and it was essentially waiting around for like 4 hours and then we went into town center and we went to uh, like the Forbidden Planet, mm. oh, but it yeah. wasn't Forbidden Planet. It was another world. It was before it got oh, taken over. It, when it was in the old arcade yeah. bit, yeah, yeah. And they had this is when Pokemon Silver came out in America, and they had it on America's release date, so mm. it wasn't even out in the UK yet. And they had Pokemon Silver there, and I was like, "Holy shit!" And my mum had seen me play literal hundreds of hours of Pokemon Blue mm. uh, on my original dmg game boy still gray second hand yeah piece of, yeah. <laughs> yeah um it was covered in orange paint when we bought it it, it was a rough time mm. but it said game boy color on the box and so we just assumed we didn't know that didn't it know would that, work yeah, on both it, it was one of those rare games that worked on both yeah. uh things it just had some extra features on color and so m- my mother out of nowhere not my birthday not Christmas, not anything like that. And I didn't like, I didn't. I wasn't a screaming child begging for anything. She bought me a Game Boy Color and Pokemon Silver for being a good boy at the and hospital. You left it on the bus, and I left that on. The, but I left it on the bus like ten years later. Yeah, you dog poo collecting. Yeah, hermit crab. That's terrible. That's. I know. I know. Although to be fair, ten years. Yeah, like. It, 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 if, it, if if you hadn't nearly completed the game, you could have gone out and bought another one for not very much. And oh, Game Boy Colors at the time would have been about a five and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so I was it, playing, I was playing, or I was already. But you're not going back through that game. No. Yeah, it's that same thing again. If you get so close to finishing, it's that you've broken the curve. Yeah. If the gap, if there's that, I'm not going to go back to it because they yeah. were long games, seasons and ages. They were. You were talking like tens of hours. Yeah, at least twenty hours, I think. Especially, I didn't, you know, I wasn't speedrunning the fucker. Mm. I was doing everything. I think, though, I've heard a rumour that they're going to be doing Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages in the same style as they did Link's Awakening. Okay. They're just going to use the same... I I might be talking total shit, but that would be very cool, and I would then be in. They were quite... Because Link's Awakening was incredible, the remake, and they built an entire engine for that, so why wouldn't you? Because they're the same... Style, yeah, and they were quite undervalued at the time, weren't they? They, were. they didn't get they were anywhere near the Capcom. hype. Yeah, they weren't. I think they were developed by Capcom. They weren't or Konami. Yeah, you didn't get anywhere near the Oracle hype that you got of, of kind of the N sixty four release or 
um, Wind Waker or that kind of thing, did you? No, yeah, they just were not as big. Who developed it? Flagship, okay. Yeah. Published by Nintendo. It must have just been Minish Cap that was Capcom then. How strange. Or Konami, whichever one. That was a weird noting. So that went along... That went into areas that I wasn't expecting. Yeah. That's that's nice. That's a nice time. I was time. just trying to avoid talking about the next thing. Well. Numbers of the Beast. Fighting the darkness within me. Can you hear my prayer? I'm lost in the darkness. Something, something. And I have no hair. I'm completely <laughs> if shaven. If with that, I would oil. be in. I would be listening. I've got my dick out. And oh, God, I'm he's ripped rolling. his shirt so hard in the rain that his fell out. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. The segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven for averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we're working our way through the ever so vast, and it's never felt more vast, catalogue of Primal Fear. And this week, it's unfortunately New Religion. Poo Religion. Poo Religion. Oh. So where do you think this is going to place? I'm so it, it. I think if we did a best of the pudding boys, yes, I think this is a bad Megadeth album. The, musically, it's more interesting than in some bits than a bad Megadeth album. But in terms of the effect, it's actually worse because I you were having such a good time. Primal Fear, yeah, and I, you know, the first that we've said it so many times, the first album. Yeah. was so incredible. I think we need to go back now and move everything we've done so far up, up a bit. mark, yeah. including the sevens. Needs so to be nines and tens now. Yeah, so Jaws of Death and Nuclear Fire uh, are really suffering from the... Primal uh, Fear. From, from, what's the first Megadeth Prime, album called? Oh. No, it was, it was uh, Rust, Peace, Cells and Rust, weren't it, were the first couple that we kind of No, went. no, the first album... Oh, the one that had Rattlehead on it, and we yeah. thought Rattlehead was only a six. yeah. I can't what it's called now. Is it I so far, what so called. good, so what? No, no, it's not. I'm going to find right, out what it's I'm called. I'm going to go right back. It'll be quicker for me because your laptop takes a million years. That's to... true. Killing is my business. Killing is my business. So it, they're suffering from the killing is my business Yeah, so far, effect. so good, so what was terrible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like a real twat. I feel like a shit. A real for ruining of death for only giving dollars a six. Yeah, that is a real dumb thing. So let's get into some. Please, can we not? For a start, there's I'd... so many elements of like start, early 2000s new metal. I don't like Machine Head, yeah. so I don't like this album. It's a lot of early 2000s new metal, mm-hmm. but this is late 2000s, isn't it? 2007? 2007. So that, like a lot of the stuff that was like cool when Evanescence did it, and mm. well, it wasn't cool, but <laughs> you were people just liked before... it. It had come out of... It was in New Metal. Mm-hmm. And then it came out of New Metal. And a little bit later, it started, the same sort of stuff started appearing in Death Metal, but just heavier and lower yeah. and faster. But it was really similar stuff. So you're in that weird gulf where... So it's like Kill Switching Age have kind of gone. Yeah. But... No, maybe not Kill Switching Age. They probably would have been there somewhere. Yeah. But you haven't got to, like... The, I- I find it hard to describe some of the sound effects that you hear a lot in this album. There's stuff like Bad. There's the, the records, not record screeching, but like a tick 
that like you hear in a lot of but like a lot of new metal faded stuff. out and kind yeah. of yeah and there's a lot of like pseudo industrial guitar sounds. yeah a lot of the guitar like oh, that up, static that x guitar the really staccato yeah. kind of it's when everybody at the start in the of world like, it's at the start of a Limp Biscuit song yeah. the bow, it's bow, when everyone got noise gauge you know that thing that cuts all the feedback yeah. and that kind of thing so your so guitar is you hit the strings yeah. and you get that vibration you get none of the and then everyone went off them because they realised it made it sound like a robot was playing sounds shit yeah uh, so yes there's a lot wrong with it but let's start the side of fear two 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 it's, it's boring <laughs> it's, and quite it's bad it's really lucky that there's a one like, otherwise it would have been pushing a one. Yeah, it's 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 quite bad. And it's it's really bad and then the rest of the album stays really bad. Yeah, it's you almost soften you could soften I, on I I went back and thought, was I too harsh on them? And then I listened to them again, I was like, No, I no, wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's it's really strange. Now Yeah, it carries we said on the last one, fine, but if you keep doing this and do it more, we're gonna get across. Yeah. So they were like, <laughs> we're going to do it most. Uh, yes. Yeah. Face the emptiness. Give this a five. I gave this a seven. I thought this was the seven. It's I, fucking This is the one brilliant. of the videos, isn't the it, as well? The final word is said and done. This is the, the one I remember. The story ends where it began. You have to face the emptiness. This is a good master plan song. It is. Played by Primal Fear. It is. And, and do you know what? I think if... If the album wasn't so shit, you would have wanted to listen to it more, and so this song would have grown Let, even okay, higher. Okay, so my, I'm really happy with that. There's no way to talk it we take, out. I don't know, let's let's take the, the most obvious one. Let's take Formula One as a seven. Yes. I wouldn't be happy with Face the Emptiness getting a pudding seven. Sure, yeah, when yeah, Formula yeah. One does. Yeah. But pudding six. A pudding okay. six, yes. Yeah, that works. Face the Emptiness but is I, quite a good song on a I terrible album. I fucking love it, and yeah. I, will go, I knew this one because right. I'd seen the video and I thought it came off the last album or the one before it. I used to, I've got in my head it came off Nuclear Fire because it's a little bit more like that Quit, kind It of, sounds really old school, yeah. out of nowhere. And it doesn't even sound like it's in detuning. No. It sounds a bit more... It's It's a... It's a bop. I love it. That's that's going on my best of. It's I going on my regular listening. Like, yeah, I quite like Facebook. I really like it. I, I was really worried when you said earlier that there was a seven. I thought you were going to give it to the next one because you love Evanescence. <laughs> Every time it rains. I genuinely thought about coming on here today and petitioning for us to start giving zeros. It's, it's bad. It's a one and it's the worst one we've had. You know all the ghost ones that got a one? Yes. I could at least see those coming. And this came out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. And even to the point, because it's got Simone Simmons from Epica. Sure. There's the female vocal. I really She's like... not usually a bad singer. No, though. she's not. Epica, okay. Yeah. I... She did. Um, she's done stuff with Camelot. She's she with did Sabaton, didn't she, as well? I don't know. I'm not that into trains and Doctor Who and <laughs> Minecraft. <laughs> so I don't really know much about Sabaton. <laughs> The smell of I'm not an, vinegar crisps. I'm not an avid Thomas you. and Friends watcher. Beef hula hoops. Console boy. Just because you like collecting serial numbers, that should be right up your street. So, yeah, she is a good singer, but not in this. Not She's in a actually, bad song, though. Yeah, in a very bad song. Every Time It Rains, I gave it a two. What? Yeah, I gave it a two. I don't know why. I think his bits in the chorus had a little bit of a hook to them. 
No, so it, didn't. I, it sounds like a Duran Duran song. It's crap. It is. Crap. It was so bad, and it yeah. it was. It's one of those where I was genuinely a little bit worried that my wife, still funny, mm-hmm. would walk in, yes, and be like, "You're listening to this, aren't you? You're into this. This That's is what, what you like. like." Yeah, I yeah. It's it's a struggle because there's also like, if I'm listening to a song that I know is bad, mm. and I'm singing along to it, and it's a bop. But it's bad. You can only does, does my wife know that I like it because it's silly, or does she think that I think this, this is, is actually cool? It's Sinatra Artica. Yes, you can, that's the, that's a typical. It when I'm listening to Wolf and Raven. Yeah. Does my wife, my wife, still funny? Yeah, still funny. Does she think I think that? Are that's you getting cool? a long coat for Christmas? Yeah, <laughs> do, like. Do I really think that it's actually cool, or do I like going? You're just glad to me. I I wish my master went to you. You're just there for that. I had the nightmare. The wolf eating the raven (laughs) and trails of life on my plate, and and I I ate them. God, if Sinatra Artica didn't go so spectacularly off a cliff, I'd be saying we'd do them next. Yeah, but we can't. But we can't. I'm not because they're not all. They're not all silence and epica. Epica. Ecliptica. Well, even Winterheart's Guild was... F- no, which one is the one with the ship on it? Uh, something Night. Is that Ecliptica? No, Ecliptica's Reckoning, Reckoning Night. Even up to there... No, Reckoning Night has one good song on you it. You stupid baby. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to have to do some after Oscar. <laughs> we we're going to get real steamed about that, but no. Um, Where were we? And we, did, we every time it rains. Emptied the nappy of every time it rains. It's crap, yeah. New Religion. So, I gave that a three because it every time it rains a two. Yeah, because it wasn't as bad. I don't think it was as bad as Sign of Fear. I thought it was on par. It was embarrassing again in a different way. This was definitely in a I've got eight chains on my jeans kind of bad rather than I'm rending my shirt in the rain kind of bad. Yeah, this one. And it just wasn't well written. No, it wasn't. wasn't It's not a good song. Like, even if sometimes I don't like the song. But I can see that there's a tune there, and it's a it's a decent song. It's just not for me, and so I can give it a break for that. But this one's just not well written. I probably should have given it a two, but I gave it a three. And then we get to the centerpiece <laughs> of the album. I, I, let's get me out of the way first because sure. you've got farmer. I gave this a two because it is. I get where they're going. It's terrible, but it's very much like when Ed Guy do a slow song, and it's just a bit bad it's just very bad Primal yeah. Fear showed us that they can do the cheesy Casio keyboard yeah, with very my, well with, with Tears um, of Rage Tears of Rage what did you give Fighting the Darkness so th- if you look at my I won't show you at you because then you'll see the score and I need a real reaction but there is four different scores written on it where I've you changed it seven, up and down <laughs> up and down did you no, hit a six I started with a two yeah started it with a two and then you kept listening and then I dropped it to a one and then I moved it to a six, <laughs> and then I moved it down to a four. Oh, it's I'm less bonkers, furious. It's fucking than... bonkers. I'm Do you know the darkness within me. It's kind of, it's kind of funny, actually. In fairness to them, because even it's to the so point weird. they get, it's about eight and a half minutes long. Into it's yes. a long ass so, song, but they break it into three chunks and on the CD. Fin- they finish it. They give you the. I'm fanning the darkness. They give you a little Cartman. Yeah. Then you get the instrumental. And then it's an, an instrumental that has seemingly nothing to do with the song. But then you get the reprise. I'm fanning the darkness. Which is just straight away. <laughs> and I was so confused because the track had changed. Yeah, and this too. track's called Reprise or Reprise. 
And it's just the, it's the chorus from Fighting the Darkness again. I started ranking the instrumental as Blood on Your Hands the first time yeah. I listened to it. Yeah. I was like, oh, Blood on My Hands is kind of fun. I can, yeah, yeah. Care. No, Blood on, on My Hands by Demons and Wizards is oh, amazing. Blood, blood on, on Your Hands yeah. is a two. Yeah, blood, yeah it's, it's crap. Blood on Your Hands is an Ozzy Osbourne song. It is. Uh, so Fighting the Darkness, the, yeah. I, I've, I, I, I don't know. It's a four, but maybe it's going to be on my best of. I'm not of... sure. <laughs> I'm kind of happy. Yeah, that it's a pudding, a pudding voice three. three. Yeah, because I would never admit to it. I would make sure my wife was out and yeah. close the oh, curtains. Of course, you and would. And probably yeah. put headphones in yeah. for it. But you'll scream it while hoovering. But I might just slip <laughs> yeah. it on every now and then. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, weird song. Very weird. weird. Weirdest song they've done. Weirdest song. So that starts with all that new metal sounds, but then at the end of the first part of it it does the Casio keyboard. Hmm. So yeah, I'm like, whoa, it it's back. It back in. Yeah. But it doesn't stick But then it. it's also got terrible new metal sounds, hmm. so who knows? Blood on Your Hands is just boring it's in a just two. the one with the robot voice. Uh, da, yes. Da, da, yes, da, it is. With the blood on you. It's an Ozzy Osbourne song. It's crap. And it's, it's a 90s crap. Aussie song. I probably should have given it a one because it's actually offensive. It's not as bad as Every Time It Rains because it's it's got a, it's mm. got the Moto Psycho silliness, but it's not... It's just not as good as Motorcycle. Yeah. Motorcycle is brilliant. I think we missed Yes. Now, <laughs> when this track came on, I was in my car and I saw the title and it's so stupid that I thought it must mean something else. So the title is The Curse Of and then a name. And so I thought it's going to be like the name of some kind of mythical being or demon. So I thought it was like Shayron or Chiron, or something like the Greek mythology Chiron, but that's spelled yeah. with a C. No, it's the curse of Sharon. And when he sings it, he says, the, the curse, curse of Sharon. Sharon. Like, the, the chorus is fucking horrible on it's, this song. It's fucking it, shit. It, it but who writes a song cool. called The Curse of Sharon? And do you know what? What are the lyrics I, I, about? I actually got the lyrics up, and I can't... The, the lyrics are dog shit. Because it's just a mess. I think it's meant to be a little bit ethereally. It's not meant to just be like... It's not, so a it's not about a woman called Sharon. It's not Megadave where he's written this album song about his ex and what a bitch she... Oh, sorry, I did a... Bitch! A bitch! A, I mean, what I was going to try and do was what a bitch <laughs> what she a is. bitch! <laughs> Megadave hit puberty. Yes. Um, but it's not... Re- it's not really about Caron. You know, the, it's not no. leading him. He's not... It's not going. So Caron is the not the god, but he's the guide to the underworld. Yeah, he's like the ferryman kind of motif, isn't he? Yeah. Um, But I can't work the taste of pure incense. I hold your shaking hands, or will holy water heal? It maybe it is Caron. It's just I I don't know if this is a lost in language a little bit, or you know, obviously they are German. It's some of these just like. The lyrics are terrible and they make no sense whatsoever. Yeah. I, I gave it a two. I gave it a two and that's only because it wasn't quite as bad as Every Time It Rains. Yeah. I genuinely could have argued for starting to give zeros. Yes, yeah. So too much time. I gave it a three. I gave it a four. On the way out the, of the intro. Album, it's quite. It's the, a bit more... Too much time on my, my hands, hands, I have yeah. no one to show me the rules. And as I was saying to you earlier, this is a Mexican pop song. This is this the is one. A, there's yes. a lot of mariachi in this. Like, it's got a and I love that. kind of, yeah, Eurovision-y kind of yeah. um, chorus. I, I like it. I actually quite like this song. Not quite a five. I wouldn't put it on. 
But I, I would put it on if I was putting this album in anyway, and I would skip Face the Emptiness, then Fight in the Darkness for a laugh, and then Too Much Time. I, I'm in the same kind of boat as I am with Fight in the Darkness. Yeah. Every now and then, if it's if it slips in on a shuffle, yes, I'll kind of give it its time. If they didn't start with the chorus, it would hurt it because yes. it needs that. Because uh, the, the verses aren't that good. Psycho. I give it a three. I have no idea why. Yeah, could, it's, shit. Yeah. it's just a shit. Is the rest it's, of it? Oh, I think I, there was a bit in it that got a little bit back towards the seventies. You know, like Carney War kind of. Yeah. But it wasn't anywhere. It was less than half of that. Yeah. I don't know why I gave it a three. Putting two point five maybe makes sense because it yeah. was less bad than some of the others. It maybe. World on Fire. This came up to a three for me. I give it a four. I'm glad. This sounded like an old Primal Fear song. It did. It was a boring a old boring, Primal yeah, Fear yeah. song. So and it should have probably been a three, but because the rest of the album was so crap, I think it felt like a, a really nice breath of fresh air. I kind of went the other way because I, I went to... it's It was slightly worse for me than Running in the Dust and Thunderdome, which we get forced to. Yeah. Or I get forced to, so we get forced to. Or, um, you know, something like... Something like you know, I gave see, I gave him metal a three, and I think it's kind of on a similar level yeah. of not hating it quite so much. I think um, you're you're right, but I'm not furious at you. No, compared to some of the others, the man that I don't know too, too, and it was just cringy. Ends on a wet fart. Yeah, it's crap. It's a such a strange album. So Did my total cr- was thirty four. <sighs> I came out 28. Wow. That is... You thought this was, uh, on average, better than a three. appreciate Because I've got a seven Face in there. Face the Emptiness is carrying it, and actually, it would have... If Face the Emptiness got that kind of rank, and I was a little bit gentler on Fighting the Darkness and Too Much Time, because they are fun in yeah. their own stupid way. Too much way. time on my hands, I have no way to yeah. show No, I don't there's an album. It's less than a three for me. It's yeah, not, no, I get it. It's a long it is way less below than a three because I've put so many twos on here, but it came out as a three point zero nine. I really like Face the Emptiness, and you know, like now yeah. I'm thinking about yeah, it. I really like now it. I'm not listening to it with the rest of the album hanging around it. Yeah, Face the Emptiness, and then Armageddon. Yeah, and I'm going to really like Face the Emptiness. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of fun. What so? What's your uh, divisible number? Two point five five. Two point five five. So, because it's an eleven-song album, that really hurts it this time. Because it it's not like there's two songs bringing some great ones down. No, but there's so much dirge on this. That is coming in, screaming into last place. <laughs> Do you know what worries me? They're going to have to park a real steamer 5.64. to dislodge this one. But you know what? Based on the trajectory they're following at the minute. I just think they might be able to do it. And based on some of the album titles that are coming up, Unbreakable. I'm not... I'm very unhappy that we're only halfway through and and this is what's happened. Yeah, at least Ghost, like... Although, to be fair, Ghost will probably go on forever, so they've got scope to get worse. Yeah. I'm nervous um, because I don't see it... I don't see them going back to Primal Fear. No, I don't. Or I don't see them even hitting like Devil's Ground again. I don't see them hitting Nuclear Fire again. I no. think we were a bit harsh on Nuclear Fire. I think we were on Jaws of Death. Mm. And then, by extension, Seven Seals. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you biffed roller coaster. How, how's that two feeling now? You soiled. Fool. No, they're still shit. Roller coaster, the roller coaster belongs on this album. Dumb it's baby. shit. Your shit. Well, next week it will be blah 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 blah. So yeah, if you fancy listening along at home, making your own uninformed judgments, next week's numbers of the beast will be sixteen point six before the devil knows you're dead. Which is yeah. in brackets. Pow, this pow, also cha-cha. worries me. This is very Megadeth. It's getting very Megadeth. If, yeah. if they start chucking some ellipses in there, I'm leaving. Yeah. And do you know what you could use to leave? You could get on some kind of old cart. <laughs> nice. Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I... Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is the Wagon Wheel. Yes. Wagon wheels are a snack food sold in the UK and other Commonwealth countries. They consist of two biscuits, which form a sandwich around marshmallow and are dipped in chocolate. They sometimes contain jam. I just got the image of marshmallow from Bob's Burgers when he said form a sandwich around marshmallow. They were invented in 1948 by William Peshart in Sheffield, England, and the name Wagon Wheel relates to the shape of the biscuits and capitalised on the Wild West, which was extremely popular in mass media at the time. Lots of Western films and shows, like The Lone Ranger. Hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think that's lost on us now. I mean, you were obviously there, Thomas, but it's lost a bit on us now. You don't get much Wild West anymore. No, no, you don't. Now, there are plenty of other flavours of Wagon Wheel that have a popped up over the years such as toffee and orange but only the the traditional chocolate and jam remain fucking yeah see we said right back on pudding boys 001 yes get some jam in your puddings and you'll be fine yes now i'm gonna have a sip of blow squash and i'll I'll give him his body back it's like you've got some jam back into that Mm -hmm. jam is a what's the word coagulated what are you on about He's bleeding. Oh. But it looks like jam because it's blood. But he's, that's my blood he's bleeding out. Mm. Well. Dirty bastard. You keep welcoming this eldritch horror into your vessel, so. It's comedy gold. Mm. Now, it, it, they say biscuit, but it's like halfway between a biscuit and a wafer. Mm. Nobody, I don't think anyone is arguing for cake on Wagon Wheel. No. They're not Jaffa caking this one. No one's, that's not the debate, but... But it's not, if that biscuit didn't have any chocolate on and that marshmallow on, you'd think it was some kind of like health if snack. If that biscuit was on the bottom of a cheesecake, though... It's a bit too chewy for that, though, isn't it? I don't know. It permeates it a bit, doesn't it, the topping? Now, this is one of those foods as a kid. It's up there with Jaffa cakes and Milky Ways, where you would try and extract the centre. Mm. And I have a few times successfully removed the marshmallow disc from That's a wagon a wheel. Mess, though. Oh, your hands are going to be you're sticky. Going to be ho- oh, God, you're one of those horrible children that, like, it's just residue on them all the Did time. Did you not know, used to, like, eat Jaffa cakes, put them in the centre of your mm. hand and slap people with them? No, I used to eat them because I wasn't wasting the good I used to disc. eat them afterwards. You disgusting <laughs> spanner. Like, 
What the fuck? So he was like sticking your, you're sticking your Jaffa cake in it on like the like sweaty kid from school. Yeah. And then you're just going to chow down on it after, after it's got a layer of Timothy on that, it. Yeah. Yeah, that's how you build <laughs> your, um, what do you call it? Not nervous system immunities by slapping other kids with jackets. By getting other kids sweating. No. No. What? What is that making you immune to being a sweaty, smelly man? Because if if it is, you failed miserably. Mm. That's not how science works. I'm getting the germs in low doses so my body can fight them. But what germs? Like, all you're getting is... People's face germs. It's, it's not germs, that's just scum. Like You're, you're just scum, because you can't <laughs> face the emptiness of five. Dirt isn't just... Dirt isn't all germs. Dirt is just dirt. So, you're not, you know, like, when you say, like, when you go out in the garden and you have a nice big bucket of dirt, and you say to your wife, I'm trying to build my immunity, you know how she looks at you? Well, that's because you're not doing anything. It's not like... You're breathing in a mouthful of the common cold. Look, gammon logic logic is if you didn't have a computer and you ate dirt, you're now invincible. (laughs) And that's why Brexit happened. (laughs) The post, Bob, is super... Tell me I'm wrong, mate. Prove it. (laughs) I'm going to eat this dirt. I'm going to have a dirt, a Stella, and I'm going to bed. I'm going to have a dirt and a Stella. (laughs) (laughs) That implies there's a unit of dirt that you eat. It's called a dirt. I'm going to have... You're not like, I'm going to have a The human body can maintain excellence on three to four dirts a day. (laughs) You know, like when you're making your pack up for your kids, and it's like, okay, you're going to have a sandwich, and you're going to have a snack, and a drink... And a dirt. <laughs> unless, unless you're going to get that dirt at, at school by slapping a kid with a chapstick. cake. <laughs> Maybe you didn't have any dirt at home. <laughs> it's like the school meals thing, but it's just provided on the skin of other kids. <laughs> it's just horrible. I, <laughs> oh. I, don't know what... I also oh. don't like that you... Uh, you know, I've not had a lot of sleep I'll be fa- honest yeah, you're fairly freely admitting to dirt as a food group so <laughs> I'm worried that one week we're going to get that as happening in the- <laughs> oh Iceland is probably d- dirt and blood or something <laughs> I bet they have like, fucking a- dirt blood and fermented whale penis <laughs> it's, it's dirt but it's more vinegary yeah barbed shark shark cock right oh. um, wagon wheels are great they have shrunk in size they have I'm they they full. say they haven't, but just like Cadbury's, they're full of bullshit. They are shit faced lies. They're shit faced lies. <laughs> they're being so disgusting. I have proof that I'm not wheels have being shrunk. a bitch. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. Yeah, it's they they have shrunk 100. percent They, they used to be the biggest kid snack. You'd be happy when you got them in your lunchbox. How many calories are there in a wagon wheel? Are you trying to work out if you can have another one? I am trying to work out. There's 159. That is fucking nothing. Is that nothing? That's fucking nothing. So, for reference, so, like I say, me and Moa... Mm-hmm. Um, no, I have. ...doing the whole slim fast thing this... Is this, this related week. to the fact that you said you could Mars bar a buller cake? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And by Mars bar, he means eat in one <laughs> sitting. Yeah. Out of the packet, like you would uh, a Mars bar. Yeah, on the way back to work from your lunch. Yeah. So, 
I I think Mars barring things might be coming back to haunt me a little bit. So yeah. Mars barring less. But for a point of reference, so a slim fast shake, you know, the meal replacement things yeah. that they do, it's meant to be your lunch or your breakfast, basically. Yeah. About 204 calories. So a wagon wheel is less than that. Yeah. But that's um, a meal and wagon wheels is a snack. Yes, but it's also designed to lose you some weight. But the snacks that slim fast give you, you get some little crispy things like some bites and a couple of different chocolate bar things, which are actually very nice. Like, I would eat them if they wouldn't make me thinner. Mm. Or if I'd eat six of them and then not get any thinner. They're coming at about 100 calories. So a wagon wheel isn't ridiculous. It's not like, crazy. A brisk walk, and you're probably losing the extra from a wagon wheel. A half-hour walk, yeah. Yeah, go to the shop, get some milk to wash it down with. Oh, that's a good time, actually. It is a good time. Yeah. Yeah, wagon wheel and some milk. Yeah, don't don't sleep on wagon wheels. They're still good. They're just small. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I should probably rank them before What's you do. scale, yeah. Uh, I'm going to round off the Gilmores because the, the novelty's worn off a little bit. Yeah. We're going to rank it on the actual Gilmores. The actual Gilmores themselves. The so Gilmores. You've got Daddy Richard, Gilmore, Richard. Richard. You've got Emily. The Emily Gilmore. You've got Trix. I'm going to go Trix because you see enough of her to Yeah, know. you do. And you've Lorelei. got Lorelai and Rory. Rory. Yeah. So obviously Rory's Dumb. the bottom. No. Rory's the worst no, one. No, Trix is the worst one. No, Trix is better than Rory. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Trix is horrible and yeah, Rory is horrible. quite nice. No, I like she's Rory. Not. She's dog shit. I like Rory. No, at least Trix owns being horrible. Trix is a horrible tyrant. Rory, no, right. Okay, so the Netflix thing didn't exist. Let's remove the Netflix special. No. Yes. No, Rory's shit all the way through. No, she's not shit. Yeah, she is. She's, she's not shit, shit in the Gilmore Girls. She's, she's shit in the Netflix special. waster. No, she's not. She, okay, so here's my logic. Right. You stupid boy. The only dumb thing she did is give up on Dean. Everything she did was garbage. When she did that whole, I'm not going to uni anymore, that was garbage. Oh, that was dark. Yeah, that was dark. Yeah, dumb. everything she does is horrible. She's just a spoiled little twat. I like Rory. Paris should have knocked her around that room a bit more, <laughs> put her in her place. Richard is obviously the best Gilmore. No. Careful now. No, because of what he did to uh, Digger. Emily is the best Gilmore. No, because Emily actively like does all of those things. Richard's was just business. No. Emily's was Emily's more vindictive. It was so scummy though that what Richard did. And also, did. Richard is actually carried. Like at least he makes the money. I mean, you know. But Richard, it, it was so horrible what he did. He ruined the man. He, yeah, but. But to be fair, Digger tried to screw over his dad, so Digger's not completely innocent in this. I get that. It's True, business, and I think that's what you're meant to get from this. That you know, the world of business is sometimes. I'm sure Primal Field will write a song about how shady business is and how yeah, it ain't what it seems. So I'm guessing. So where? So you've put Richard, Rory at the bottom, then Tricks, then who's next? I'm gonna put Emily. And then Lorelai, then, then Richard. Lorelai, then Richard. Yeah. Emily... Lorelai is extremely attractive. There is no way to, to <laughs> around that. Yeah, Richard is slightly edging up. <laughs> Richard is slightly more attractive than Lorelai. Um, I think the, the problem with Emily is that without the, some of the supporting bits, she becomes, she's actually better in the in the Netflix series. Special, yes. She's quite good on that. Yeah. Um, for a lot of it, she's fairly insipid. And I think that's the thing with the tricks thing. Yeah is that Emily doesn't ever really puff her, you know, shoulders out until Trix dies, and then she's like, oh, well, now I can. Yeah. 
it's a little bit too soft and a little bit too kind of snaky. Yes. Um, Lorelai is frustrating. Yeah, because she does some stupid shit. She's a yeah, she is a bit of a twat. Like yeah, she's better than Rory because she, she should least... have she should have like not been a dickhead around Max Padina. Mm. That was the big one. Yeah, that's that's and what that, ruins her I a bit. I think she's still worse because at least Richards is just business. Yeah, she's still worse than Richard because even at, at the Richard end when she can't more... finally gets together with Luke, it comes still... around with Christopher, doesn't she as well? Yeah. It? Yeah, and it's still like she's at the end. It's still a bit will they? They don't get married, do they? I don't think so. Like, there's still a bit of will they? Won't they? With Luke, I That's think with Lorelai, colossal simp. Yeah, like, at least Max had the the good grace to just say, to "Actually, say, I'm, out. What? Yeah, I'm yeah. out." Max took that knackered old Astra to the scrapyard and said, "You know what? I've tried. Yeah, I got it a new clutch, but you it's know. still failing. I'm not going to pour any more money into exactly. this." Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, think... we did, do you know when we did the side mm. characters? We forgot um, Luke's daughter. She would have been the worst. She's yes. more annoying than his sister. No, she's not. She's not as bad as his sister. Really? But he's like his but, sister yeah. is every time the rain falls or whatever that song yeah. was. It's she's so bad that I struggle to watch episodes that she's in. Oh, okay, okay. April uh, is just. Yeah, just annoying. April's like a bit of Lane or Jackson. Like you're waiting for, the, for them to leave the scene, yeah. but you're still sitting through the episode. Yes. Yeah, you're not. You're not turning it off. Yeah. I Where does a wagon wheel fall? In the desert, probably, or wherever you have wagons. <laughs> boom, good, boom. good um, adverts. Wagon wheels. You always had a nice like western ditty. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Fit right into that ninety. You know, like Fort Legorado and yeah, uh, not pirates. Cowboys. Were I still can cool. see the advert. With the, mm. like, I think it's like a plasticine cactus yes. playing a guitar the or something. A little song into the, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm maybe going to put them as a bit of a kind of Lorelei Emily kind of level. So they're not, they're not bad. You're going to have a good time with a wagon wheel. But you're not going to have an amazing time. And they, no, they're they, not. Like, you, you prefer an orange club. Yeah, you can overhype a wagon wheel. You, you really the nostalgia takes them and very far. Them. You can overhype. You think they're going to be amazing. You get it out of the packet, and you are expecting a big. But that says they're like second to top. I think they're an Emily. Oh yeah, maybe. And then they're a low Emily because yeah, you're not wrong. You're, you're, just, you're really getting the scale thing, aren't you? There well you go. Yeah. You just when you bite into one, there's an air of cardboard, but not in a fun way. You. you you, they need you're the remembering, jam. You're remembering as a kid a big yeah. gob of jam, yeah. thick marshmallow. I don't think you could get the disc out of a modern wagon wheel. No. I think you could delicate. out of the old one. Yeah. I don't think you could anymore because it's too thin too and it's thin. too bonded to the cardboard. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're good. You know, they're finish, f- you'll finish the packet. Mm. You're not putting them you're in the bin. You're not turning a second one down if someone pulls no, it out. No, of course it. you're not because it's chocolate and marshmallow. Mm. But... Not going out your way. Then you're not going out your way. There's not much flavour there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's quite a cohesive end, actually. It's quite a cohesive end. I've enjoyed this episode. I have, except for the album we had to listen to. Yeah, that was, was fucking shit. Okay, where can you find the PB? Actually, I'm glad that I got to... I discovered, like, a new bop, though. Mm. Like, it's nice to have... I'm going back track. to yeah. I'm going back I'm going to back that. To, on its own, I think it'll creep up for yeah. me. Uh, we're available thing. on the Pudding Boys channel on YouTube, maybe. Probably no, not. not. We barely update <laughs> it. But we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, or whatever it's called on your platform so you don't miss an episode. 
I haven't updated the Instagram in a while, but maybe I will. Who knows? Do some with wagon wheels. That's a soft. Hit. That's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have Ralph a bit more time soon. A mouth cowboy. Ralph the cowboy. Ralph the cowboy. Yeah. I think he said a mouth of cowboy. I was what? like, <laughs> is that a measurement like a dirt? <laughs> you were definitely lacking sleep. I, I need think to you sleep. need a nap. Goodbye, everyone. Mm-hmm.